Hey, everybody. Here at Keep Talking Podcast, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, we have a health or fitness-related episode because I'm a personal trainer in my spare time, and I'm a total health and nutrition nerd, and I think it's very important for you to focus on your health and nutrition and fitness as well. Now, a lot of Keep Talking's audience is non-native English speaking, and the language in these episodes is often advanced English, but... I'll make sure that I speak clearly and concisely enough for all non-native speakers and, of course, native speakers to understand. All right. Enjoy the episode. All right, everybody. We're talking a lot about growth hormone in this episode. Growth growth hormone, human growth hormone, whatever you want to call it, right? Same thing. Okay. Now, we're going to get pretty nerdy in here with some of this stuff, and I'll just give my little medical disclaimer, you know, because I'm not a doctor. I can't give you medical advice, blah, blah, blah. End of disclaimer. I think some of the, these Fitness Friday episodes, I really don't give a disclaimer because it's like I'm just telling you, like, you know, lift a few weights, but don't go too heavy, blah, blah, blah. I don't feel I need a medical disclaimer for that. <clears throat> but this one, I feel I do because there's a lot of a lot of nerdy science in this, and I'm not going to claim to be an expert on a total expert on human growth hormone or uh, just hormones in general, although I am working on it. I've been studying a lot lately, and the reason I was inspired to do this episode is because Diego, the owner of Keep Talking, shared an article with me essentially saying, hey, have you done a podcast on this yet? Here's this. It was a YouTube video, and I'll see if I can put a link to it in the show notes. It depends if the internet allows for it. You know what I mean? Sometimes it just doesn't even allow for certain links. No, I think I can make it work. I, actually, I think it's Facebook. I think Facebook's are the ones that are like the, the AOL and they'll be like, you can't share this podcast because it contains a link to blah, blah, blah. Anyway, um, I'll try to put a link to the video in the show notes. But essentially, it's this guy. Uh, what the heck's his name? Jeez, um, oh, what's this guy's name? Did I, like, totally lose my page here? Oh, yeah, okay. The Art of Unity with Bill Farr, right? Anyway, but, you know, this guy essentially is talking about how to naturally increase growth hormone or human growth hormone through high-intensity exercise, right? And, you know, what he suggested is just like this this sprint routine, right? This routine where you do, you know, a warm-up and then eight sprints with a minute and a half rest in between, right? So his idea is instead of doing like steady-state cardio, uh, the best way to increase our growth hormone is high-intensity, you know, interval training. Sometimes we'll call it... Uh, you know, we call it HIT or high intensity interval training. There are a lot of different ways to do this. And this is something that's fairly common. Like people talk about this. This is not like some some new bit of knowledge. But I found his video fairly interesting and I wanted to talk about it a little more and then elaborate a little bit on some of the things he talks about. Um, so let me like let me actually back up just a little bit and talk about what growth hormone is, right? Because human growth hormone is a natural hormone that is released by the pituitary gland. See, the funny thing is like when you Google it, the first thing that's going to pop up is like how to take it synthetically, you know, or artificially, right? They got all these different ways you can take growth hormone and they're not always FDA regulated, right? And there can be a lot of side effects. We're not going to go into all that. But anyway, be very careful if you decide to take growth hormone synthetically for any reason. Now, I should say, um, it's, you know, it's, it's not a steroid technically. I believe oftentimes it's used with steroids. Don't quote me on that, but technically it's a peptide hormone, not a steroid, which means essentially like a peptide, as I understand it means it, the peptide makes your body create testosterone naturally, whereas the steroid creates testosterone unnaturally. But anyway, I'm not really an expert on that. The point is though, it's really funny how like you Google this and it's just like, you Google growth hormone 
and the first thing you see is these bottles of pills, <laughs> like the society we live in. But anyway, like what it is is just something that is, it should be naturally produced by our body, okay? And it's, you know, it, it begins to lower as we grow older, right? But what does it do? So especially in younger people, it helps us develop stronger cartilage and bones, um, you know, throughout all our life, as I understand it, it helps us maintain lower levels of fat, more muscle, better sex drive, even has effects on our mental health, uh, lower rates of depression and anxiety. Like the point is growth hormone in general is good. I mean, you can technically have too high of levels, too much of anything, you know, is, is, is bad, I guess. But the point is, um, you know, it's, it's generally something we want to keep stimulating and producing. And obviously, as you can guess, in the society that we live in, uh, you know, we are kind of like sedentary idiots who don't do a lot of stuff that naturally raises our growth hormone and testosterone levels. So it's a good idea to learn how we can naturally increase this, which is why this guy's video was pretty interesting. Uh, and, you know, in the video, what he talked about is like essentially to get into the real nerdy stuff. He's like, we're activating what he calls the white muscle cells. I never heard that before. I, I mean, I had never heard white muscle cells before. Honestly, to me, it sounds like a racist way to describe it. But, I mean, I don't know. I guess that's what they call them as white muscle cells. But I would have called them the super fast or the fast twitch muscle fibers because, like, he says that at the end. By the way, the ra I shouldn't have even brought the racism joke in here, but I, I figured I would go ahead and do it. I'm in a little bit of a comedic mood today. But anyway, white muscle cells. And, you know, you know we have things like white fat and brown fat. So, you know, um, it's very dumb of me to have made a racist joke in a thing about uh, growth hormone. But I did it, and I don't delete stuff on this podcast, so here we are. Anyway, um, let's see. So we got the fast-twitch muscle fibers. That's what he's talking about, is activating these fast-twitch muscle fibers. Okay. Uh, now, as most people who study this know and understand, or at least we think we understand, we have different types of muscle fibers. So type 1 muscle fibers are the muscle fibers that are used to do endurance training, right? If you go run for 5, 10 miles, you're training your type 1 muscle fibers. Type 2 muscle fibers can typically be divided into two groups, 2A and 2B or 2A and 2X, which are more of the muscle fibers that are used in resistance training um, and also particularly explosive, really powerful exercises. And those tend to be the ones that make our muscles look big. That's probably not the greatest scientific way to explain it. But anyway, just, just work with me here. Okay. So what this guy's talking about is how training those super fast twitch muscle fibers doing forms of high intensity interval training is the best way to increase growth hormone. And I mean, I would agree with the principle in general. I think that for a lot of reasons, most of us should be focused on more resistance training exercise as opposed to cardio exercise. Now, does it have to be like this HIT training, this high intensity interval training? Well, I think part of the issue is like the definition of that. There are a lot of different definitions of what is this HIT, this H I I T, high intensity interval training. You know, you ask someone what high intensity interval training is, and they'll tell you, Oh, yeah, you do, you know, 20 seconds of jumps and then take 20 seconds off and then 20 seconds of jumps again. And like, I'll agree to a certain extent that is as well. But you could argue pretty much that like any weightlifting routine for the most part is high intensity interval training. You know, you're going in intervals. You're not acting in a steady state. You're training intensely, hopefully for 15, 20, 30 seconds when you're lifting the weights. Then you take maybe one minute off. So it's intervals, right? The point is, and, and, and believe me, I, I actually, I've studied this a lot. Like, I don't think, well, not a lot, but like, I don't think experts, quote unquote, even know necessarily whether, let's say, sprinting 
or you know versus powerlifting where you do like one or two repetitions of a super heavy weight versus what we would call hypertrophy training when you're doing 15 or 20 repetitions with 30 to 45 to 60 seconds of rest in between sets like i don't think we know which one of these is necessarily best at increasing growth hormone levels, increasing testosterone levels. There are some opinions out there. I don't think we know for sure. I think we do know that all of them, to a certain extent, are good for that. Okay, But anyway, to get back to this guy's video, it's like, okay, how do we increase growth hormone naturally? His idea was we do you know, this high-intensity interval sprint training is the way he did it, right? He was talking about running on the beach, doing these sprints, right? And you know, essentially some of the things he says in the video is that high intensity interval training produces so much testosterone that it's basically like mimics a human growth hormone injection. Um, you do like less than 20 minutes of it and it'll have an effect that lasts up to 24 hours with a boost in human growth hormone naturally. Um, you know, he talks about how jogging in general is just unnatural, you know, running at a slow, steady pace is unnatural and is something that we shouldn't do. Um, and he also mentions how like sprinters have a much better physique than distance runners. Now these, okay, these are valid points and you'll hear a lot of people nowadays like talking mad shit about cardio all the time. I, I would still debate that a little bit. Like I'm someone who does mostly just resistance training. I mean, I lift weights for 30 to 45 minutes every day basically and only will do a little bit of cardio maybe once or twice a week just kind of randomly go run like three miles. But I still will debate the people that say that like there's no value to cardio because cardio does have a value to obviously improve the health of our heart and circulatory system as long as we're not not overdoing it and it theoretically is good for our mitochondria which are the energy sources or like the powerhouse of the cells if you will supposedly i believe it can help lengthen your tel telomeres which are like the end caps of the dna which are good for longevity long story and i'm not quite enough of a nerd to go into detail there but anyway the point is I don't necessarily think that jogging is terrible for you, like he was kind of saying, uh, but it's definitely probably not as good for, in this case, increasing growth hormone like sprinting or like interval training, right? Um, now, he talks about some other things that are important to increase growth hormone, and I've heard some of this before as well. Um, you know, like doing a high-protein, high-fat diet that's low in carbohydrates and especially low in sugar. Uh, avoiding things like sports drinks or energy drinks because that's, uh, I guess, just, you know, sugar that's blunting your, you know, your growth hormone release. He says he drinks, you know, like water with Himalayan sea salt, which is pretty much what I drink when I work out. See, I think that, like, sometimes I feel like people are just overthinking this stuff when it comes to, like, let's talk about, like, fasting, for example, because fasting is something that is supposedly, if you intermittent fast or fast for any period of time, you're supposedly naturally increasing your growth hormone. And in fact, they say that if you work out in a fasted state, this is a great way to optimize it, right? To increase your growth hormone. I've heard this from people before. And I mean, that's what I do actually every morning. It's not like a super, super long fast. Like I'll finish eating at like 7 p.m. And then I'm doing my workout at like 6 a.m. the next day. So it's like 11 hours, but it is a fasted state. Like I don't eat any calories before I do my exercise. So theoretically, I'm in a good state to boost growth hormone while I'm exercising. And that's not to say that it's always bad to eat before your exercise. I think it all kind of depends on your lifestyle and many factors. And that's a whole other topic for another day. Like we could literally do a whole episode on should you eat before you exercise or should you do it in a fasted state? And most of it will probably just come down to, well, what time of the day are you exercising? 
and what does your schedule look like. But anyway, so um, like I said, uh, that's what this guy recommends, right? And that's the way that he says to boost growth hormone is through this high intensity interval or sprint training, right? And I mean, yeah, overall, I I thought it was a very good video. Um, You know, I certainly learned a few things from it and also was just kind of, you know, taking the knowledge that I already have and was Googling around to try to figure out (laughs) what other good ways to boost boost growth hormone are. You know, it was interesting, too. I was reading uh, reading this article from the Cleveland Clinic, right? And I'm just going to quote this part of it verbatim. So it says, several other endocrine hormones also regulate HGH, including insulin-like growth factor 1, IgG. IGF-1. IGF-1 is a major suppressor of GH production, whereas thyroxine, glucorticoids, and ghrelin stimulate HGH release. Now, this is super nerdy, okay? Like, you might have listened to that and been like, what the hell is he talking about? But, okay, the reason, like, this part of it confused me is because what I just read, like, backs up the idea that fasting would stimulate the production of growth hormone, Uh release because ghrelin is our hunger hormone okay so ghrelin is stimulated when we're in a state of hunger like when we're fasting for example so like that makes sense and i'm not an expert on thyroxine or glucocorticoids but then the fact that igf1 is a suppressor of gh production because as i understand it igf1 is almost like insulin like growth factor one is almost kind of like the same thing Like, it's not the same thing, but it's supposed to have, like, the same type of anabolic effect, I thought. I thought, I thought, I thought. (laughs) I think I can. I think I can. Like, I don't know. Some of this hormone stuff just gets nuts because, like, you know, as someone who's studied this for a while now, we have um, anabolic processes and catabolic processes in the body. Anabolic processes are ones that relate to growth. Usually, we look at that as, like, good growth, like the growth, growth of muscle, for example can also be bad if it's like an anabolic growth of a cancer, for example. And then we have catabolic stage, which states which are, you know, reduction, whether that's losing weight or etc. right? But it confused me because it's like, well, growth hormone and IGF-1, as I understand them, are both anabolic things, hormones. So I think maybe this is the part where I like end the episode still kind of scratching my head a little bit. And um, just admitting the fact that I just don't fully understand all this stuff. But anyway, the point is, do some weight training, some interval training. It'll stimulate your growth hormone, probably stimulate your testosterone, which is not just for, for men. It's important for women to have proper testosterone levels as well. Do some of that stuff. You're also going to feel good. You're going to look jacked. It's going to be great. So do it. If this whole episode was just too nerdy for you, just lift some weights and run some sprints and get jacked and feel good and boost your sex drive. Got it? All right. All right. That's all I got for y'all today. Peace. Thank you for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Let's all make health and fitness a part of our daily lives. Get out there and do it.